Hello, and welcome to episode 2 of FanPay, or From a Normal Person's Eyes. I know the first episode was kind of bad, and I rambled on a little uselessly, so how about we all ignore that? Yeah? Cool? Okay, great. <clears throat> so today, as in the 17th of February, I went with some of my friends to watch the Sonic movie. Okay, now hear me out, please don't make fun of me. I just watched it for fun, and I felt compelled to write, present a review, because the movie is actually decent, which should be illegal, considering Sega always gets bad reviews with their Sonic games now these days. Well, for those of you who don't know, Sega, the company, is the company that created Sonic, and they've not had any good reviews since like 2003 for any of Sonic content. Well, most of it. Uh, the trend dates back to like, like I said, 2003's Sonic Heroes. But it didn't really fully affect all of their Sonic content in terms of it getting bad reviews until 2006 when Sonic 06, which is what it's dubbed by, by the fan community, uh, got released. And that is universally uh, considered the glitchiest game of all time with a bad plot as a side dish. And so every game after that has gotten really, really bad reviews, whether it be bad plot or bad gameplay or bad everything. It's not been a good time for them. The soundtracks be banging though, okay? But, but after all of this, they managed to make a very decent movie, a pretty good movie if I say so myself that managed to get better ratings than Star Wars 9 on Rotten Tomatoes. And it also quote-unquote broke, according to news outlets, the so-called video game movie curse, which it basically says all video game movies will be bad and have no profits. But it basically broke that by gro grossing 57 million on the debut and has currently grossed 114 million dollars. US dollars so far worldwide. And it even beat Detective Pikachu, if you guys have seen that, it doesn't have too many great ratings, probably because of the creepy Mr. Mime and all the other creepy Pokemon characters. Anyway, let me continue on. <laughs> uh, when I walked into the theater, I really didn't have high expectations for obvious reasons, like I just explained just now. And as me and my friends bought popcorn, I went with two of my friends, who I'm not gonna name for privacy reasons. Uh, as me and my friends brought popcorn and drinks and sat down, I had a weird, weird feeling in my stomach. Was it gonna be bad? Was it gonna be so bad that I cringed the whole time? No, no, I just needed to burp, okay? I watched, I started watching the movie and I finished it and it was great, actually. One thing that had put me off to see it opening night, I didn't want to see it opening night, was that uh, Common Sense Media, which is a website that accurately rates and tells you, without spoilers, what content is inside the movie and whether it's okay for a said family member to watch it or not. Common Sense Media said that it was for kids, 8+, plus. that it was like toned down and everything. And that really put me off initially, okay? But, judging and 
Judging by uh, most pieces of Sonic Mania released before, like in earlier years, Sonic wasn't exactly meant to appeal to kids really young. It was more like 10-ish or so, like when you start becoming a preteen, so, but it was good. Um, I'm gonna discuss the movie a little, and I promise I won't spoil anything, but beginning of the movie, it starts out really, really, really funny. Then after 20 minutes, the humor dials back to mildly funny jokes most of the time, with a few good ones sprinkled in, because Jim Carrey's awesome, and actually, screenwriters did a good job presenting everything. They didn't rush most stuff, most. But, but, even though the humor kind of dies in the middle, the film actually manages to keep you interested throughout the whole film. How? Because it doesn't follow the typical plot structure of a children's movie. And I don't really know how to explain it, but it's like, oh, basically anything Disney-like is something I would consider the typical plot structure of a children's movie. And it subverts those expectations. And so it actually keeps you interested because it isn't some plot structure that's overused in the film industry. And I was able to sit through it without yawning once, which I consider an accomplishment because I've yawned through quite a bit of good movies, action movies and stuff, so. It is also, it is, it is a kid, kid's movie, I, I'll admit, alright? But it's not what you expect it to be. It isn't stupid or childish in any way. In its core, it's just an action comedy movie with certain elements to toned down not altered in any way like for example the action instead of there being any like blood and gore yes they're holding guns and stuff but there's no blood and gore or anything it's not altered so that they're like not holding guns it's just toned down like for example uh johnny english reborn that is a perfect example of a movie that could have been pg-13 but it's been toned down to make it a more family-friendly movie without altering the essence of the action, the essence of the plot. I was really not expecting the Sonic the Hedgehog movie to be good and entertaining. The only gripe I have about the entire movie is that the ending was hyped up to be something cool in the trailers and the whole movie, but it just fell a little short. I mean, it was like as felt as when I say fell a little short, I mean it was literally a little too short. If they had extended the like final battle by about 15 minutes, that would have been around perfect. I'm not blaming them though, they literally redid a lot of the CGI in the film in just two months because the internet rioted, and I'm assuming they had no control or no executive control or decision over how the art style would be before they had to redo everything. So I'm, I'm pretty sure most of them objected to it, but I'm not speaking for them. You can go ask the uh, crew of the film yourself. The CGI, like, I'm not blaming them that they, the CGI in the film actually looks really, really good. And if I told you that it was done in two months, you really wouldn't believe it, okay? The CGI looks better than uh, most live action uh, CGI combinated movies that have been released recently, like 2019 to 2020, I say most, okay, not all, okay? 
yes, there is kind of one scene in the film where Tom, who is the main male adult protagonist that's not Sonic in this film, is holding Sonic and it looks a little jarring, but again, they had two months to redo all the motion tracking and the models and everything, so... It only looks a little jarring to the un to the like trained eye. For example, me, I would notice that stuff pretty quickly because I'm weird. Okay, yeah, we get it. They got the lighting right. They got the environmental reactions and interactions between uh, characters, CGI characters, and objects, and the real environment right. And they got the motion blur mostly right. I think there was just one scene nearing the end that looks slightly off. But then again, that was towards the end. They had probably had limited time to do it. And even if we didn't consider the limited time frame that they had to redo, basically redo this entire film, the film is pretty decent and definitely actually has some replay value. I mean, like, I would, I would buy this on disc. I would watch this again on whatever streaming service it comes on. Some people may say that it has very loose connections with the actual lore, and it's bad because of that, but it actually works in the film's favor. Okay, we- just for a movie about Sonic the Hedgehog, we don't need- there's- we don't necessarily have to follow the exact world, we don't necessarily have to introduce the 50 million side characters there are in all their individual plots, um, like, heck, some people even consider uh, Sonic Adventure, which is a Sonic game from 1999, to be a little complex because you literally play through the plot as six different characters, all from their own point of view, and you have to do it like six times, and yeah, many people didn't like that, but it does, it works in the film's favor because it's all about Sonic the Hedgehog, so they have a focus on Sonic the Hedgehog. This is basically an origin story of how Dr. Robotnik came to be angry at Sonic the Hedgehog and chasing him and all that stuff, and it's pretty interesting. The, and the ending, I'm not gonna spoil it, does an interesting job for setting up a sequel to introduce more of the character's lore for more of the characters and its lore for future films, sequel films. like. If there was a sequel film for this film, I would actually definitely watch it, because it is a good, enjoyable film. So my verdict in all, I walked out of the theater satisfied. Not because of the popcorn and drinks, but because the Sonic the Hedgehog movie exceeded its low expectations by presenting an enjoyable movie available to a wider target audience instead of the hardcore fanatics and did everything at least decently. I will give them that. I give this movie 8 out of 10, Sega team. You did good. I would watch again. This has been episode 2 of FanPay from a normal person's eyes, and see you next time!